spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Look around you. That car you're driving, that house your family lives in, making your daughter laugh, inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive, teaching him he can be anything, all you. And your dreams for tomorrow, you'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Howdy, DC Onscreen fans. How would you like a piece of original artwork from one of us here at DC Onscreen? All right, we're aware that you've never thought of that before, but here's the deal. We need your help. Um, because the internet is a giant monster that requires numbers and regular feeding times. And then these, these, these algorithm things that are like our personal demons that we can't defeat alone. Do the right thing. Go over to iTunes. Give us a, a five-star review or a more honest review if you feel absolutely led to. And then email yeah. us at dconscreen at gmail.com. What we're going to need you to do is just write in an address. Tell us who you are. Give us whatever address you want to want us to send you something at. You know, if, we, if you don't want us to know where you live, send it to your neighbors and go steal his mail, whatever. Yeah. Just... Give us that, and then we need you to write Dave or Jason, and then we need you to write the name of a character. We're going to send you a piece of artwork. All I can say about it is that one of us is a good artist and one of us is not. If you've actually been listening to every episode, you might know the secret answer to that, uh, to who you should really ask, but um, hey, or toss a coin. You know, once you you get the picture from us, uh, take a picture of it or scan it or something. Send it back to us, and we'll put it on Facebook, just like we do with your DC loot. Yeah. <laughs> Send it back with, like, critiques if you want to. We don't give a fuck. I, you know. <laughs> Draw over it, you know, pull a Deadpool. Right? Whatever. One of us might cry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll both probably, we'll both probably cry. But whatever. Point is, you know, it's it's come that time. It's it's the classic call to action. We need some, we need to get out there. We need to get a little bit of the, uh, the review game going. Um... And uh, this is this is our humble offering. Yeah, humble offering. Very humble. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say it any better myself, man. That was a good pitch. Oh, thank you. All right, with that said, uh, settle in for a new episode of DC On Screen. Avast ye mateys. I don't know why I'm talking like a pirate, but welcome into DC either. On it's, Screen. It's delightful. <laughs> I don't think we can keep it up for a whole episode, but... Oh, uh, no, no, no. Uh, I'm David C. Robertson, and uh, this is my co-host, Jason. Hi. (laughs) Uh, Well, man, we have seen Supergirl 109, Blood Bonds, and we are going to get super spoilery on that for Mm -hmm. you guys today. Oh, man. So what did you... uh, We just want to come out right 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 to the top of the show and just scream bullshit for the Cat Grant thing? Yeah, we can go ahead and get that out of the way. All right, so... I, um, I second your bullshit. Yeah, like, look, man, it was always cute in the comics when Martian Manhunter, like, pretended to be Superman so mm-hmm. Clark Kent could walk around and be like, well, Go gee, talk Mr. To, White, you know, I don't know. Which yeah. Didn't need to see it here. I knew they were going to do it. I'm glad it's out of the way. At least they won't try to pull it again. Hopefully. Well, unless they need to <laughs> go on another break between episodes, and then they'll pull that shit on us again. See, that's what bothers me about it, is it was the best thing that happened in the, um, 
in 108 and then we get to 109 and you know yep. you just just pulled that rug right from under me. and and it did several bits about it during the episode too which just makes cat grant look more and more stupid as 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 it things pass she's absolutely right and you just made her feel foolish for no good reason mhm mhm and you know i you know forgive me for being somewhat liberal over the situation but um i kind of feel like you know you build up this really empowered woman throughout the course of the series and you make her look stupid <laughs> well it's back to your rule uh or the one you prefer you know you don't you don't write a good female character you write a good character and then apply a gender all right and, but you're that being there said looking... they just made this person look foolish um that yeah. they've been building up as like their their sage for the whole season i guess they passed that off to hank now maybe i guess i don't know <laughs> yeah. who do we trust to whom do pass we turn it off to a man pass it off to a man right hunter <laughs> can't trust those man hunters I, right it, don't get me wrong it wasn't like i want cat to be part of the team at least not yet i mean don't get me wrong season three that'd be great but oh no i want it now let's do it now i i can stand to wait on it, it that was why i was so surprised when they when they you know outed her in 108 i mm-hmm. thought we were going to be waiting on that for a little while and i was okay with with uh you know just the the coincidences and i was what good is, with all that co- now it's <laughs> They pulled the card too early, and they've already put it back in the deck. And now I don't know when I'm going to see that card again. But every time you play with it in between, I'm going to be—I'm remembering this moment that you cheated me. Mm-hmm. Just sitting there fondling that ace. I cry foul. Coincidie? What? Coincidie? Coincidie? I like it. <laughs> Coincidies. Oh man. So uh, I have to admit, I'm sorry. I'm one of those guys who's I'm one of those people who are shipping Maxwell Lord and Alex. So when he was a dick to her this episode, I was really annoyed with him. Oh, like, really? Dude, you you were looking forward to that? Uh, a little bit. Uh, Malik? I didn't think I, I was Malik. I didn't think I was. Yeah, the person you call Carol. Yeah, <laughs> the one that I keep thinking is uh, is, is you are Miss Marvel. You are Sterling Archer, aren't you? slightly less ability with firearms but yeah yeah otherwise <laughs> oh now the um i was okay with that i'm, I'm not i'm not exactly shipping that one i kind of I, I just felt like that was a false lead anyway and until they really mm-hmm. show me what maxwell lord's up to i don't trust anything they they show me up, up to that i mean while it's all right right now I, I just until we know what he's up to yeah yeah i know having a hard time phrasing know. myself at the moment so uh yeah, they've got to get better about those opening scene fight sequences. Yeah, it just looked a little weird for you? It looked really bad. Yeah. I mean, I understand they, they were operating on a budget, and, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not sitting around saying, like, oh, this great thing you gave me needs to be greater. <laughs> I try to be a spoiled, spoiled brat, but, you know, same time, I do get a little worried. I do get a little trepidatious feelings rumbling in my tummy. I don't think I'm it thinking, as, you know. I don't know. It, it it didn't exactly look bad. I actually, I I take it back. I really don't have a problem with it. Really? I actually, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go that far with it because I'm. I just turned it on and I watched it again. And honestly, I'm good. I'm good. You know, because my big concern is that someone's just gonna you know tune in randomly and be like, "Well, that looks like fake, fake shit." I'm, that's meh. but I my just go away. My rebuttal to that person is yes, idiot. They make fake stuff on television. <laughs> People don't actually fly, so we had to actually phone this one in with some effects. Sorry, dude. Right. <laughs> and yes, it's television. They don't have the budget. It's a visual medium. They have to fool me. 
<laughs> no one could fool you. Oh, you got us again. We used an effect. <laughs> Tom Cruise doesn't use effects. He straps himself to planes. No, he uses voodoo to resurrect himself over and over again. I don't I like that movie where he gets killed over and over again and brought back. I forget what that's called. Um, bad Tom Cruise movie number. You know whatever. why? Do, do you know why you don't know what it's called? Because it was not worth remembering, or because, because my memory to... fails me constantly. Actually, it was a pretty good movie. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> it actually was. So the so original, the, the yeah, the original like manga book or whatever manga, whatever <laughs> book was called. Uh, the original book was called "All You Need Is Kill." <laughs> Didn't translate um, perfectly. Yeah, and doesn't make a lot of sense, but no. it's kind of amazing. Um, but they wound up calling it Edge of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But they had such a hard time marketing the concept that they wound up putting on the poster these big letters, Live, Die, Repeat, which people thought was the name of the movie. Which so much so that a little bit better than Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, so much so that now on the DVD and Blu-ray covers, the name of the movie is Live, Die, Repeat, colon, Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, nothing will save it more than a colon and a subtitle. <laughs> that always works. But it actually was a pretty fun film. It was really pretty good. Yeah. It was really it was a fun concept. You would enjoy it. Well, my my, my point being, I, I think that was more like a nod to his real life. Like I think he just has like a lot of uh extra lives. I honestly think he's maybe made of magic or something. Some tiny magical creature that resurrects himself every time the stunt goes poorly. Hmm. That's a 50-year-old man flying on the outside of a plane in Mission Impossible, whatever number that is. So Yes. He actually almost died. Like He almost got hypothermia and shit. I like, don't doubt it, because that's what happens when to, you hang out on the exterior of a plane. They had to get so high up before they turned around. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Kind of made me want to watch that movie. <laughs> Simon Pegg makes me want to watch the movie, but that's not the point. <laughs> Simon Pegg isn't too much now. I just... I, that he's not a he's not a factor for me anymore. Not that I don't love seeing him anywhere, you know, everywhere, whatever. I just you know he's not a factor for me anymore. Tell you, if I made it through, like, oh um, man, if I Simon made it through Big Nothing and Run Fat Boy Run, I can make it through whatever else Simon Pegg has in store for me. Well, sure, sure. If you can make it, if you made it through the nineties Flash, <laughs> <laughs> the will is strong in me. Oh man, that was probably so, about the um, show, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am really tired of Astra. I know, I know. Um, I, it's, I don't think it's Astra's fault. I, I don't, I don't even, I don't think she's doing a bad job. I think she's being fed bad, bad lines. Because this whole Kryptonian perfect English nonsense, nonsense. See what I did there? Yeah. Bullshit. Bullshit. Like it, it oh, doesn't yeah. make them sound regal. It doesn't make them sound classy and and futuristic. It makes them sound ridiculous. I'll tell you what. This this version of non. Uh huh. Really makes me love for the Dick Donner non. Oh. He was a mute. <laughs> Forget about that. <laughs> I don't yeah, even he's mind. A big, big, tall, bearded fellow who just doesn't speak. I mean, I yes, did, please. I, I did like his uh, his insistence as he's getting shipped off to prison. Uh, you know, I, that's a pretty good finisher line. Like you're sending me off to prison, and I just remind you that you killed your daughter. Just saying. Yeah, but. It's the most I've liked him so far, and it's still kind of eh. When can we when can we be done with this? When can season two start? Yeah, I don't, you know what I don't like about this so far is that they are setting him more and more up to be the real bad guy. Well, as yeah, because eventually, more, more or less a puppet. Eventually, Astro's going to have to turn on him, 
Well, yeah, yeah, I know, but I don't like the fact that they're bringing Astra into it as a as a puppet because so far it seemed like she was the one in charge, and now is they're kind of just taking away the women's powers. Matt, what do you mean? I've noticed, like Cat Grant, they're making her out to be stupid. Astra, they're making her to be a puppet to non. I don't see the I puppet. I don't like thing. it. I'm not seeing that. Well, because he's just kind of doing whatever he wants, and she's kind of like not really as on board as. No, I mean, she once it, was. She had, like getting captured was her plan, and then you know he came in to uh, to capture somebody to actually get some collateral off of it. But get, the whole getting captured thing was was her idea, and then when he comes like at the the exchange at the end, she tells him call him off, and he calls him the hell off. She still calls the shots. I think still one hundred percent calls the shots. It just should be more obvious to Nan at this point that he's you know that she's not completely. Uh, she's not 100% uh, following the voices coming out of that television. Wherever the hell they've gone now. Yeah, what is with that? Where did know. that go? I don't fucking know. <laughs> but no, it seems like Non has some shit that's going on. Like, when she tells him what to do, he's kind of got this look like, but not for long. Yeah, uh, that's gonna. It, that's got to come to head she's soon. not seeing that. You know, it seems like she's just not seeing that. It, and it's... She's not twirly mustache evil anymore and he's still twirly mustache evil yeah she was very twirly mustache evil for a long time yeah for, and for a minute and then the last few episodes even, it's been kind of eh. yeah but it's like also where like he'll be talking to her and she's like well maybe and he's like blah 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 convincing shakespearean speech and right that's why i say she's a puppet <laughs> unconvincing very unconvincing <laughs> shakespearean speech well convincing to her but i don't know they're all weird. i don't know I don't know. I don't know what the hell they're doing on this show. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing with that. I, I still like a lot of what they're building with Supergirl. Like the big, I do the too. Big thing they did with this episode was uh, point out why Super, like why she has to be Kara, why she actually mm-hmm. has to have a, a daytime, you know, job. Why, why she needs friends. And dude, how you know, good, good job when standing in that doorway. That's that took a sack, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's absolutely right. Like if she. If she isn't different, then what's the fucking point? Like, at that point, mm-hmm. you know, why not just go ahead and get all xenophobic on this shit? Um, but yeah, yeah like, it does, a, it, does, the show. it does, it does a really good job of, like, pointing out why she has to have friends, what they, they keep, they keep her focused. I mm. mean, Superman's got Lois. You gotta have something yeah. like that. I you know, know, I didn't. I guess Hank has the DEO, he points out, that keeps him grounded. <laughs> right. Like, I saw a lot of people complaining. That he was like, why the hell is he so depowered? Like, he's just chilling out in a chair. He's Martian Manhunter. He has to. I know. He can't out himself yet. Calm down, Internet. We'll get there. <laughs> but that actually, that, I was, the whole time I'm watching, like, dude, non, that cat is way too cool. You need to look into that. Like, he, right. I haven't seen a bead of sweat on that motherfucker's face. You need to yeah, figure out I what's was... going on. My favorite being the line, nothing but a barking dog on a chain. You're the one tied uh, yeah. to a chair, and that you're pulling that, that line down. out. That was good. Yeah, yeah. And he just snaps the guy's down. neck. Oh, I see why we're the savage ones. Yeah. Right. Now this oh, this guy's. Hmm? Yeah, the guy's way too cool. He like non should be worried about that. Yeah, yeah. I actually wrote that down. And <laughs> same problem. Speak. Oh yeah, yeah. Speaking of um of great lines though, I love that uh, Kara here overhears Cat say, "I don't have an attitude problem. You have a perception problem." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I really like that line, but. Actually, no, uh, my favorite line out of Cat, and this is because I'm me, um, the, the the joke about she ran into McCartney one time and he was more convincing that uh, that he and Yoko were the best of friends. Uh-huh. Um, that, made, that made my heart happy. I, I knew it would. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> They're not friends, y'all. Is it okay? Is it just my imagination, or is General Lane like the worst actor now? Like he's I just so I, bad. I keep, there are times where we talk about Supergirl, and I think you're confusing bad lines for bad acting. I don't think it's his fault. Again, did an okay job. No, I'm talking like being an know. ignorant dipshit, which is what they've given. Like the show has to apparently have one ignorant dipshit quota. So once Hank stopped being our ignorant dipshit, now we have to have Lane. And God help us, if Lane goes away, what are we going to get then? Hmm. Supergirl. <laughs> You know what I mean, though. It's like, time for her to be an ignorant dip. No. Right. Um, no, it'll be no, Maxwell like, Lord next. He'll he'll come out with some yeah, giant sure. rid the world of aliens plan, and he'll be the. I don't know. They they just they keep giving me like some character that I'm obvious so obviously supposed to hate that I don't even want to. Like I want to root for him just because I'm being told that I, that I can't. That's, yeah. That's because I'm a contrarian piece of shit. But you know what are you gonna do? Yeah. I'm. You know. I just. I. I'm, the dude that's playing General Lane, I don't know, he's just got some kind of monotone thing going on. Like, he says everything very haltingly. <laughs> you don't understand. They are a danger to our world. I, we are under orders to blah blah. Oh, God. Those, that's not just bad lines. That man. sounds like an impression of the entire Bush family. Just all I'm at once. Sure, all I'm at once. Sure. I'm pretty sure one of them is playing General Lane. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Forgotten Bush. Oh, that's probably a porn title. Has to be. Uh, well, uh, this this derailed quickly. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> um, now, I, I, I meant to ask you if this bothered you. Um, why are they making that weird jumping motion when they start flying? Just fly. Just like yes. point, point your arms up and fucking lift off, dude. Yes, they're acting. Is, they're very much acting like they're like about to dive off of a diving board. It's not a high jump. Like, is that how they're doing the tracking? Like, you you do the high jump position, and then they just like float you across the screen. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, that like, I was. I was watching this episode with the uh, with the fiance, and she asked the same question. Like, why are they jumping? I don't know, sweetie. I don't. I have no answers for you on that. I. I just. I don't. <laughs> They've made cat gullible, and they made Kryptonians need to jump. I don't, I don't get it. Unless we're doing like a nod uh, to 1937 version where he couldn't quite exactly fly. Mm-hmm. I doubt. Oh, yeah. Going back to General Lane, I loved and hated simultaneously mm-hmm. the fact that he decided to tell Astra the story about going to see the day the Earth stood still when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's like, he hates aliens now? He's like, you know what's I sad? Used it was so obvious up. that that was where he was going with the story. I literally mouthed yeah. it out loud when I saw it. Like he said, I went to see a movie, and as soon as he said "the," I finished finished those finished the line with him. Couldn't yeah. have been more obvious. The day the earth stood still, oh. I, I, and also yeah. kind of got the plot wrong. <laughs> it's been a minute he since anyone's up. really watched it. It's like Citizen you know, Kane. I, We've all seen it, but God help me if I could tell you what the outline of the story is right now. I uh, really Rosebud? do wonder. If any of the writing staff on Supergirl has seen The Day That Earth Stood Still, because, or if they just purposely made it to where like General Lane would just have taken that movie apart and reconstructed it in his own brain. That one seems likely. Because the movie was just wholeheartedly antithetical to everything that General Lane stands for. (laughs) (laughs) It could also very well be that none of the EPs have actually watched it in a while, because these some busy dudes. But even at the very least, I'm like, dude, nothing happened in that movie except that, like, really, everyone just kind of stood still, literally. Right. And then they were like, by the way, if you guys don't, you know, stop warring with each other and being idiots, we'll take you down. Right, right. 
So like the Apparently, fact that he's like, waking up dreaming no, I'm, about this. I'm assuming that like yeah. Lane got to the point where everyone was frozen and went ah, and left the theater peeing himself and this is the version he remembers. <laughs> Did not see the conclusion. Why was that be there? <laughs> now I uh, look one little uh, the, a little uh, a little Danvers moment that I that I truly loved. She she comes mm-hmm. in with that bag of food from Chicago. Uh-huh. Dude, that that would be cool. That would be a really cool thing to have. If like Supergirl's your friend, you know, one of your besties, you're having a mm-hmm. really bad day, and she can fly across the country and get you that food truck you really love. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a nice perk. That would be like the first thing I thought of if I had superpowers. Like <laughs> I could go somewhere else and eat. <laughs> I don't need a Chicago style pizza. I can be there in 45 seconds. I'm getting me an actual <laughs> Chicago pizza. Sadly, like if I had superpowers, I would still be as fat as I am. Just like <laughs> I could go to different places and eat. Mm. Right. Oh. Your mid morning lunch snack happens in, say, Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> mid morning lunch snack? Yes. <laughs> if you break it, it it it's a system wherein you break it down and there's about fourteen meals a day. Jeez. I assume flying all that time you'd have to you'd have to have a lot of meals. Right. To, to remain it that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, so I wrote here, uh, Nan wants Astra back. Big surprise, she's the only one who talks like him. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one I can relate to. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're the only one with which I can relate. Mm. Oh, I don't um, know, man. When, when, and, you know, I mean, you and I talked about, like, uh, at the end, uh, she kind of says, all right, so unless you forgot that I have super hearing, explain yourselves. And, um... You were kind of pointing out, well, there's a bunch of other Kryptonians there. Why didn't they hear it? Um, yeah. I do agree, but I also still believe in selective hearing. Um, it not only is probable, mm-hmm. it is, I believe, uh, integral to having super hearing. Otherwise, you would go batshit in real, real short period of time. Mm-hmm. Like man okay, is still so, kid uh, creeping in the closet kind of thing. <laughs> but yeah. the, the line afterwards, man, when, they're, uh, when she does the breakdown, so you're from Mars. Yeah, well, you're from Krypton. And they have a quick discussion about it, and she gets to the end. She's like, well, you know you guys could have told me. I can keep a secret. And they both just sneer at her. No, you can't. Uh-huh. Fucking loved that. That that got a little hell out of me. They were so derisive about no, you can't. That was good. They're absolutely right. She keeps telling pretty much everybody. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was good. So what else was good is James kicked that door in, or mm-hmm. kicked the, the handle off that door, walks through, and then sees all those lasers and wind goes, oh, you can't kick lasers, can you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I liked them teaming up, man. It was fun. Enjoyed that for a second. And, uh, yeah, when is when is a, a card-carrying badass in the show as far as, like, it, he's their oracle. Uh-huh. And, oh, maybe, we're going to get to Maybe see they it. should uh, it, par- paralyze him and call him oracle. Just right. for the hell of it. Right. Everyone who knows how to work a computer gets paralyzed and gets called Oracle. That's the scheme. In all of these shows. That's how. Well, I mean, um, next episode we meet his dad. Maybe he'll maybe he'll do some paralyzing with like a weird knockoff uh, Tickle Me Elmo. <laughs> Tickle Me Oracle. Tickle Me Oracle. <laughs> Except I can't feel you tickling me because that's what we're talking about. <laughs> hey, at the at the end of the episode, did you? I assume you you rolled your eyes too when you saw which room uh, Maxwell walks into. Fifty two. Yeah, yeah. It, that was an audible. Come on. Yeah. Also, yeah. what's your vote for what's in the room? I I saw a girl with black eyes. That's what I saw. 
all I've seen is a girl with black eyes um, who has brain trauma, and he seems to feel the need to float the holograph of the uh, red tornado arm in the same room. I don't know what he's planning. Right. Bizarro? Maybe? I don't think the red. Are yeah, they going to like build red... a Bizarro? Actually, I was going to talk about news, but Andrew Kreisberg has said, yes, they are bringing Bizarro to Supergirl in mm-hmm. some iteration. Mm-hmm. And that girl with the black eyes did look a lot like 13-year-old Kara. I just, she looked similar to Kara. And, you know, I know Bizarro's on his way, her way, I guess, in this case. So yeah. um, She looks like 13-year-old Kara does from the flashbacks. Bit. Really does. So, and, but aged a little bit. Which would make sense because and, it's been a minute since the pilot. So yeah, yeah. And the way though, uh, the way the whatever uh, the poor tech guy that's apparently doing his job very well, but Maxwell Lord refuses to acknowledge that. Um, mm-hmm. it, he does. He specifically describes like he basically gives the description of Supergirl and says we found her. That's pretty much what happened. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. My official vote is Bizarro is in there. Bizarro. Yeah. Bizarro. If I'm doing it. Bizarro. Sure. Um, we'll go with Bizarro. <laughs> Which, if they actually did real Bizarro, that'd be a fun kind of kind of a fun way to put a Superman in there. Oh, do do his Bizarro? Yeah, just yeah. her versus his Bizarro. It'd be kind of fun. And have another yet another scene where he IMs her saying, "Well, I couldn't do it. Good job." <laughs> I actually, at I this point, spin class with Lois. And... I do literally. I, I actually I, every now when they towards the end of the episode at that time of the episode. Um, when she's sitting at her computer and I see the IM screen, I get excited. Ooh, Clark's going to say something. Right. I still don't actually uh, want him to show up. I really don't. I would like them to build their own fucking show. That's what you told me you wanted still, to do. Do it. I kind of felt like like that and still do a little bit with Martian Manhunter because I'm kind of feeling like, oh, man, you got like a few episodes into a Supergirl show proper before you made it to Martian Manhunter show. It's still... I know it's still a super like, and even with having him around, um, it has been like it's been Supergirl's show. It just happens to have a you know really badass. At this point, he's her sidekick. Like yes, and let's face it, she is calling the I, shots. If she says to do something differently, yes. he'll 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 trust her. But in as much as I want a Supergirl show without like it becoming like uh, hijacked by Martian Manhunter, mm-hmm. I kind of weep for the fact that we don't have a Martian Manhunter show where he is the main character. Oh, I know, I know. And in the most wondrous of worlds, this show, like, spins off. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you realize we live in that world, though. I mean, we just, we have a Flash show that spun off of an Arrow show. Oh, I know, I know, that's what gives me hope. So, you know, I, you know, I, I just, I'm, I'm greedy and I want all the things. Yeah, I know. You can have some of them, though. Oh, do you like the, when the, the thing blows up, she gets all Batman with her cape, it's really, uh. Like she she's yeah. she she covers uh, covers her sister up, but it's it's totally a Batman shot. I fucking love it. It was a Batman shot, and it was silly. It wasn't silly. Why? It was silly. Why? I don't know. It just looked silly. It looked oh, like one of the silliest things I've ever seen. I thought it was a nice little power shot. And for a second, I was like, "Why is the cape gonna work?" Oh yeah, that's the actual Kryptonian blank. Yeah, no, that yep. works. That 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 yep. place. Okay, cool, cool. I had the same. I had the same. Knee-jerk reaction. I'm like, wait, what? And, oh, yeah, oh, that yeah, was the right. baby blanket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, I liked the shot. I did. It was it was an okay shot. I don't know something about it just felt weird to me. But yeah, I I did not care for this episode too much. Like we we'd had a series of pretty strong Supergirl episodes, and this was just. You know, it was like the best of both worlds part two over in Next Generation. Like, after you see, you know, uh, Picard become a Borg, 
and Riker says fire. Eh, I mean, the second part is just, you know, not going to be as interesting. And <laughs> it wasn't as interesting seeing Supergirl Can't actually, like, f- face non. Right. Because, you know, they do less punching and he talks more. And you're like, oh, man, just please just hurt him. Hurt him so he can't talk. Rip out his tongue, Kara. Rip right. out his tongue. Make him the non we know and love. Yeah. That wouldn't hurt my feelings at this point. How do you break a Kryptonian larynx? With a Kryptonian fist? That'll work. I think we have one of those in the show. Or... Maybe Maxwell Lord a, will hit him in the throat with a wrench. Or a density-changing Martian fist. There you go. Just phases right through it and grabs that shit out. Also, one quick side note to Maxwell Lord. Dude needs to work on his, his baseball swing. It's not wasn't very convincing. It wasn't. It, I was a little disappointed. And, like, what was really funny is, like, when he was about to, like, beat the hell out of Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And he takes off his jacket. And I was like, comparatively, you were, like, scrawny. <laughs> How are you even hurting him? Hey, look. Anybody strapped to a chair is pretty vulnerable. It's it's a... Well, sure. That's that's not the position you want to have in a fight, I think. That's the only thing that sells the scene, because he takes off that jacket, and I'm looking at, like, the freaking Hulk sitting there in that seat. Right. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I mean, you <laughs> look like you're trying to be real badass, dude, but I don't think you're going to hurt him. I think if you let one of those handcuffs off, you're pretty much in trouble. Do you see how he kicked that door? <laughs> and he retorts, but you can't kick lasers. Right. But you can't kick Maxwell. Yeah, you can. You can kick Maxwell. Hmm. Yeah, so they just he just went totally full full uh, Lex Luthor light. I feel. I, I actually, actually had a I, hope I didn't have any. Uh, I thought it was a perfectly fine interrogation scene. I just it's just the one yeah. critique of that. I think they should have done an overhand swing. That's all. Overhanded on the uh, on the camera. The the baseball swing's not as. Mm. Now, granted, that's what I would. I mean, I I was a baseball player, so I would have. I would have. I would have. That's how I would have swung. Would have been my natural reaction. I don't know. Maybe Maxwell used to play or something. Right. I you know though I I do kind of wish they had gone a little more interesting with Maxwell Lord I really do like I didn't need him to go Lex so quickly like I wanted to see a little bit of a struggle like an emotional struggle for him well they were playing it up more or less like he was you know like he had some kind of goodness in him or maybe he wasn't as bad as everyone thought he was or I don't remember that assumed he would be eh, maybe I'm just placing Rosenbaum's Luther onto small uh, from Smallville <laughs> onto him and. I mean, they gave him like a... Wishing that he was as complex of a character. <laughs> maybe one day. I mean, I still like the, the lines about the uh, his, him being an orphan, and you know, that's the first yeah. time the government's ever apologized to me. Um, okay, that's yeah, that's what I was talking about then. Yeah, it, they were good I lines, but they yeah. gave him depth in his villainy. Mm-hmm. They didn't really give him like... <laughs> depth in his villainy. Right. <laughs> they raised the trenches. Um, I just want every, you know, millionaire industrialist to... Wa- wind up looking up with that realization and saying, I am the ill intent. <laughs> yeah. We can't have that line everywhere, unfortunately. Mm, unfortunately. I agree, though. It was, it was, it was an okay episode, but it hadn't been as strong as it has been. Because I've been really excited about this show. Uh, it did, didn't exactly break mm. my excitement, because, you know, coming up, we've still got Toy Man. Uh, apparently White Martian showed up in a couple couple episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um. Actually Starting on. on episode eleven, I think. Yeah. Um, so they're going to get into a little bit of Martian Manhunter's, um, you know, backstory. His uh, unfortunately genocidal backstory. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. before that, we get to meet proper toy men, and uh, apparently you get to watch Wen be strapped to a chair. That's going to be the the theme of these episodes. <laughs> 
Why is everyone strapped to I don't know. Chair? We got Hank. We got Jimmy. It's going to be win next episode. Who are the other guys in the show? That's all the guys, isn't it? Was it just to appease the chair enthusiasts who were very disappointed to learn that Wonder Woman would not be strapped to a chair in Batman v Superman? <laughs> I don't know. I Maybe they're just actually up on the comics and they're reading the whole thing where like Batman's the fucking Bat God right now and has the Mobius chair. He's strapped to a chair. <laughs> Incidentally, kids, uh, Batman has the Mobius chair. Just, just think on that. He does. It's an amazing time. We live in an age of wonders. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, I look forward to next week. We'll be back with uh, Supergirl 110. And uh, we'll also be back uh, a little later with um, a big old fat news episode. Because it's been a minute since we hit the news. Big old dick slinging news episode. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know why. Okay. I don't know why I would torture all of us with that phrase. But hey. It's happened now. Righto. We are DC. <laughs> That'll <on> save it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shut up and, now. And we are DC on screen. You can find every episode at dconscreen.com. You can also find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher. Um, if you would so uh, so wish, you may listen to. I give you permission to listen to <laughs> <laughs> a similar podcast to ours about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, uh, hosted by our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall. Um, they're a part of the same network we are, the Giant Size Team Up Network. And um, I think that's it. Well, that's no, it you, and now we can uh, you can well, head to GiantSizeTeamUp.com, right? That's the name of it. Is that yeah? yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, head there, see what see what tickles your fancy. Um, click away, and uh, I guess yeah, go, we have a bunch go of stuff. Strap yourself to a chair and listen in. Yep, there are too many sites now. I don't remember all of them starting to shake <laughs> we may need to get note cards possibly even prepare mm, I don't like the sound of that <laughs> anyway until the next episode guys keep some DC on your screen fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more oh that's a chair we used to do in softball uh what it's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.